Let's rock. Hello, yes, Dan Eisen here. This is the master of Tiger style, Lee Moriarty, Dominic Green. This is Trey Lamar. This is Zoe Sky. This is Nick fucking Gage. This is Bobby Beverly, and you're listening to the IWTV Guide Podcast. And welcome to IWTV Guide, your guide to what's on independentwrestling.tv. I'm Jared J. Hawk Hawkin. Joining me, Ag Alway, he is an Effie Award winner, and the reason you got banned from Twitter, Charlie Butter. Thank you, thank you. Glad to see that you are uh, finally uh, acknowledging my award win. Uh, you, you did, you did send me the picture of the trophy. Didn't yeah. look photoshopped. I think we're good. Yeah, it's all over social media. You know, it's it's a big deal, man. I, I'm a big deal now. You're, you're you're acting a little arrogant there. That's not exactly the behavior of an award winner. Everything I do is the attitude of an award winner because I've won an award. You're welcome. Okay, okay, that's fair. Okay, this will be an interesting recording here, but after recording, it is Brown Steelers playoff game. I got it on another screen. I'm going to try to ignore it while we're recording, but I'm promising nothing. I've also got a very angry cat who has been picked up on our microphone during our <laughs> test today. So this could be interesting. It's just a straight party up in here. Up in here, up in here. Oh, man. Oh, no, you did not just do that. Please stop. You can't give me cough off like that. It's just too easy. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> there, there's really not a lot going on this week that we really need to talk about. So. Yeah, this is uh, not that kind of podcast. So we're going to get right into what's on IWTV Guide this week. And then we're going to get into our review shortly after that. All right. So starting Tuesday, January 12th at 8 p.m. Eastern, New South Pro Wrestling presents Action Clash Episode 18. Wednesday, January 13th at 7 p.m. Eastern, Limitless Wrestling The Road Season 2 Episode 13. Followed by 10 p.m. Eastern, Paradigm Pro UWFI Rules Contender Series Episode 4. Thursday, January 14th at 8 p.m. Eastern, Action presents the Matt the Mouth's Mysteriously Meaty 29th Birthday Bash Extravaganza. And I'm excited yeah, for this show. Bad. Yeah, right. Uh, I'm excited for the show because uh, on the show, we get violences forever against the workhorsemen. And uh, I've heard that it's very, very, very good. So if you have a chance, check that out Thursday night, 8, 8 p.m. And then the live show for next weekend... Saturday, January 16th at 7 p.m. Eastern, No Peace Underground presents Enku. Now, what that is, there's several matches announced for that. Uh, one of them is the second gear crew of Manders, Mance Warner, and Matthew Justice, which this takes place in Florida, so I'm assuming you can figure out who's going to be there in their corner. Your, your pal. Yeah, I, yeah, right down the middle, Daddy. That's right. Uh, and he'll be take, uh, they'll be taking on the Rejects. So that should be good. Uh, and then let's see what else do they have announced. Uh, Treehouse Lee against Kevin Blackwood. And then in a uh, in another match, uh, Team 440 against Team No Peace Underground. And the rules of this are the match begins with one member on each team inside the ring. Uh, every three minutes, a new member will enter the ring. Once all participants are in the ring, the first team to earn a pinfall or submission wins. Now, a lot of the no piece underground shows have been like stage shows where there's like a stage and then like the, you know, they're doing stuff off the stage into like a pit area. This is actually going to have a ring. So this will be like their first show with a ring um, this year. So that'll be interesting. I almost killed their gimmick, honestly. 
I mean, it's something different. I'd rather, I'll watch it because it has a ring. I'm not a fan of the stage shows. I haven't watched any of them, but I'll watch it if it got a ring. So maybe that's a whole review next week. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know if I'm in, in the mood for ghoulery. Uh, saw enough. Uh, this is last week. Uh, let's see. Well, I don't have anything else really listed here, so we could probably get into the review. Now we've covered paradigm pro previously, but now we're going to talk about their contender series that they're doing. And, um, I have a little bit of information about the UWFI rules and that kind of thing. So I'm going to go ahead and play that here. And then we'll get into our review of the first two episodes. UWFI Super Fight Rules. Victories may occur via knockout, TKO, submission, or by point. There are no DQs, no countouts, and no pinfalls. There must be a winner. Strikes to the head or neck must be open-handed. Fighters may not eye gouge. Fight, target the groin, utilize small joint manipulation, or intentionally leave the ring. The referee may warn or deduct points from fighters who break the code of conduct. Fighters will start with 15 points. If they run out of points, the fight will be stopped. Fighters will lose one point for using a rope break, being suplexed, or committing a foul. Fighters will lose three points if they are knocked down with a 10-count administered. Following a rope break, the fighters will be restarted in a standing position. The outside scorekeeper is responsible for stopping the fight if a fighter runs out of points and will make a PA announcement if a fighter gets down to five points. This rule set has been adapted and modernized from the 1991 to 1994 rule set of the Union of Wrestling Forces International. Your officiating crew will be Max Recon, Sean Patrick O'Brien, and Mr. Chad Fritz. It's a fight! It is a fight, and it is a damn good fight for the most part. Yeah, this uh, this was really fun to check out, and I'm probably going to keep watching this, because there's a lot of people I like on this. Okay, now all the shows are taped in P- uh, Paradigm Pro Home Arena in Jeffersonville, Indiana. I don't have taping date, but the first show aired on December 23rd. And every match is underneath that UWFI rule that we just went over. We start off episode one with Naro Garvin, Big Beef, taking on Lord Crew. We've had Big Beef on this show pretty recently. We're both Big Beef fans. Yes. We've seen Lord Crew before. We're both fairly... Fairly into our crew as well. This could be fun right off the bat. Yeah, pretty easy story to tell in these type of matches here. You got Garvin having the kayak advantage and the power advantage. Crew is going to try to utilize mat work as a response to it. Uh, the thing with these matches is these are usually very short. Uh, very rare for one of these to top about five matches. I believe they get the average is like four minutes and 23 seconds. Something in that general in that range. Mm-hmm. Uh, Big Beef does get a fantastic German suplex. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, nearly fold him in half. But it was crew getting to his feet and getting a surprise rear naked choke in to get the commission victory in 323. Yeah, that's uh, the cool thing about a lot of these matches is like the ending kind of comes out of nowhere. It's really always kind of interesting to see what they pull off. Um, and uh, this being uh, Big Beef's first time in this kind of match, like you could see that he, he wasn't exactly sure what was going on, but he uh, 
kind of worked out those kinks pretty early and, and, and started, uh, just, you know, rushing his way through things. Cause you know, he's just a monster. So yeah. And we do get interview after every match with Jay rogue interviewing the winner. He interviews Lord crew here and Lord crew pretty much making coming after AJ gray. And that'll be a very interesting fight when that happens. Move on from there. We've actually got the lady involved here and Janai Kai take on Jordan blade. Yeah, this, uh, I, I don't know if it's the first official women's match, but it, uh, it's the first one I've seen and I thought it was pretty good. I, I want to see more. Yeah. You know, Kai got a Taekwondo background. We got the power advantage from Jordan blade here. So again, a contracting style from each kind. And kind of the contracting style, we hear a lot of contracting styles in the UWF Fry Rules magic, I've noticed. Uh, you know, styles make fights, so yeah. Uh, Blade gets a gut wrench couplex off one point, nearly gets the knockout victory off of that, uh, but she does end up getting the ankle uh, the ankle lock for the win in 321, the ankle breaker winning with the ankle lock. Yeah, it uh, the way she kind of baited her into it uh, reminded me of when Frank Mir baited in Brock Lesnar and uh, tapped him with the knee bar. That's good stuff. I didn't actually make that connection, but yeah, now you mentioned that you're absolutely right. In her post-match interview, she called out Shake Holiday. I, I like what we're doing here. We're establishing the style. We're establishing the competitor. We're building up to future fight. Right. Solid writing so far, and commentary is excellent. If we want to jump into that, of course, we always kind of give it a few to, before we jump in or jump in right away. Uh, commentary teams, always really good. Uh, getting over the point deductions, that kind of stuff, uh, that you know, telling the story, always really well done. Uh, the referee team is always on point. Uh, production values, I mean, it's it's at the arena. We know we know that's not our favorite place, but it looks fine for this. Um, you know, yeah, it, it, it's basically an empty arena, but kind of from a couple of people that are like ride with the guy, just the rocker in the crowd. Right. So it's it's it is what it is. It's it's COVID wrestling. So. Uh, but this, this actually kind of works out cause you can hear the strikes and everything like that. So I think it's kind of cool, uh, the way that it works out. So, yeah, they can definitely the right style of match to, to fit in with that, uh, with the empty arena kind of mm-hmm. our next matchup. We have Igea Broner taking on Crash Jackson. Now this one is, this one is short and sweet. It's it, yeah. starts off kind of clone and all of a sudden Broner with a spinning back elbow gets the knockout. Yeah, he, he ran right into it, too, and just fucking boom. That was it. It was good. That was, a good, uh, it was pretty good. It's pretty good. I had to rewind it back, too. I had to watch it a couple times. I was like, oh, that was good. That was good stuff. Yeah, yeah I, I know a lot of the smaller companies can't do it, but the Golfco style that really warrants having some kind of instant replay if you can, if you can do it. Like, yeah, I, I had to rewind it a couple times myself. I, I, I really would have liked the slow motion on it. Yeah, that would have been kind of cool. And Broner called out the heavy hitter champion Hoodfoot Mo Atlas after the match. Yeah, I don't know if that's that, a smart move, even if you're winning matches like that. Uh, have you seen Hoodfoot? <laughs> He's on the show, actually. We're going to talk about him right. a little bit. Right, so I, I would, uh, I wouldn't want to meet that guy in the ring. I don't know. Like, I, I just, uh, I don't know. That's, no thanks. <laughs> All right, so from there, we get j interviewing Don't Die Mild inside the ring. And he runs his mouth a minute or two too long, and he ends up getting into a brawl with Bobby Beverly. Yes, friend of the show, Bobby Beverly. And uh, Bobby Bobby pushes him around a little bit. And poor Miles, uh, he's a flippy boy, but it's it's not the uh, the good kind of flips that he's doing there from from getting pushed. So, but he said he wanted to fight Bobby Beverly. And Bobby Beverly ends up going to oblige. Yeah. So we I, then get it. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. So we're gonna see that on the 
next episode that we're going to review actually on this episode, but in the next segment. So, okay. So before we get to our next match, we do get a commercial for the next concept coming from Baritime pro terminal combat. And I just so happen, I just so happen to have that commercial. Would you, would you like me to play that for you? Uh, beat me trying to explain it. Go for it. Okay. This is terminal combat. The unholy union between shoot style and hardcore professional wrestling. Fights will begin under UWFI rules, and victories may occur via knockout, TKO, submission, or points. Fighters will follow the code of conduct while under UWFI rules. Strikes to the head must be open-handed. No gouging, no biting, no small joint manipulation. Rope breaks are in effect, and fighters may not intentionally leave the ring. Fighters have five minutes to win the bout under UWFI rules. If a winner has not been decided after five minutes, terminal combat will begin immediately. Victories may occur via knockout, TKO, or submission. Any outside interference will result in a one-year ban from PPW. No disqualifications. No countouts. No rope breaks. No points. The use of weapons is encouraged. Do whatever it takes to win. Coming soon. The use of weapons is encouraged. Yeah. Do whatever not it takes just, to not win. Not just allowed, encouraged. <laughs> you know there's gonna you know you know there's gonna be one match when they do that show that's gonna hit that concept. It's gonna be whatever the main event is that night. Hopefully. Uh, that would be uh very, very entertaining. I, I'm excited to see that. And I'm hoping it's Matthew Justin because <laughs> I, I was going to say I'm hoping it's Bobby Beverly. So, I mean, yeah, if we see one of those, it's going to be uh, very, very interesting. We, then from there we go to our next match, and we've got Lexus Montez taking on Tommy Coyotine, TD, uh, TKD. <laughs> ah, yeah, the uh, Taekwondo kid from from, yeah. <laughs> from our neck of the woods. Yeah, so I, I wanted to like this one a lot more than I did, but it really was... I was going to squash because TKD was competitive, but he doesn't get a lot of offense, and all the offense is really Montez. Right, yeah. It was, uh, I don't know what was going on. It was interesting. Very similar ending to the Broner match as well. Montez with the elbow to get the knockout in about 335. Not nearly as strong an elbow as what we call the, the one before, but enough to knock him loopy. Yep. And that leads us to our main event. And the heavy hitter title is on the line under UWFI rules. Hoodfoot, Mo Atlas taking on Flash Thompson. Yeah, and Flash Thompson is in part of a group uh, that also includes Bobby Beverly. And I forgot to write the name of that forgotten fighter or something. I, if I'm coming along those lines. Yeah, I'm, I'm not 100% sure on it either. Forgotten something or other. Yes. Well, I know Bobby is the forgotten one, so. Right. And I love his entrance music for this company. It's real good. No, this one is pretty much just both guys stricking the hell out of each other for about three minutes. And it's a clothesline to the back of the head to give Clifford the victory, and he retains the championship. Yeah, he just clobbers him. <laughs> After the match, Atlick can interviewed by Jay Rowe. He can keep one more challenger. I can get Broner come out to answer the challenge, and they get a little bit of a pull-apart brawl if we go off the air. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, story building 101, so... All right, so I'll let you get this out of the way. So I know you're watching the Browns game as things are happening. Do you, do you want to do a freak out real quick so that you can get it out of your system so we can continue on to the next part? <laughs> They're up 14 nothing. They got the ball. They're driving. They're looking good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> keep it. Keep it going. Okay. All right. 
I, I, I've been I've been trying to utilize my mute button. I've been very good. <laughs> the, the, yeah, we, we, we edit the Kylan King out of the show, breaking the fourth wall a little bit. But if the Kylan King were in there, they'd be like long pause where like I've got my mute button on. Yeah, this this usually episodes are when, once they're edited down, there's usually like 14 minutes of silence edited out all the time. So we like to behind. The, but yeah, it's like, you know, we'll, we'll break that wall for you. And it's like that on a lot of podcasts. Uh just how it is, I guess. So, uh, but yeah, I've been, I've been checking on updates on Twitter while you, while you've been talking. So I've been kind of keeping tabs myself because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not, I don't own any Browns gear, but I I've always wanted them to do really well. Cause I'd like to see them have a championship season. So I am kind of like hoping that they, they do their thing and, and, you know, we can get some bragging rights in Cleveland again. It's always nice. Especially if, we, especially if they can end up winning this game in Pittsburgh. They haven't won in Pittsburgh in like 18 years or something. Right. So they're, they're coming out strong so far. Well, hopefully they keep this up and they don't uh, just coast after they get so far, uh, which seems like what they like to do. So, all right. Anyway, episode two, let's get into this. All right. Episode two is aired on New Year's Eve of 2020. And our opening contest is Robert Martyr taking on friend of the show, Matthew Justice, the one man militia. Great fucking nickname. That's still one of my favorite nicknames ever in Rock Wing. Yeah, this poor guy. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Martyr is a correct name, and, and they even kind of bring that up, but it is very much a correct name because Matt just. <laughs> he knees he, he this poor gentleman several times in the back of the head. Yeah. Everyone needs to the back of the head. At one point, Justin can go in for like, uh, like a gut wrench couplet or a doctor bomb. Martyr slides down his back into a sleeper hold, and Justin just run come back into the corner. Like, even when Martyr does something right, Justin can kick in a calf. Yeah. Uh, there is a brutal slap exchange at one point in the match. Yeah, Martyr does uh, nut up and try to exchange slaps. So. And we do get Justin hitting the Dr. Bomb, following that up with a with a knee to the head for the TKO in about 343. Imagine Justin's one of those guys, if you follow him on the independent team like we have through AIW, and you're really kind of shocked that he's that good again in that type of role cut. But that shows you how good Matthew Justin really is, that he can do the different styles and he's good at all of them. Yeah, his style is um, very interesting, and uh, it's it's almost like it's not made for this type of competition, but it just works so well for this somehow. Like, he's just tough enough that, like, the normal shit's just whatever. I like to see him get in there with somebody that has a little bit more of a submission background and see how he fares with them. Like uh, him and Dominic Greeny is a match that I'm looking forward to. Now that was announced for the second season of this contender series um, recently. And that's the match I'm looking at because justice is tough, but when he's got somebody with a arm bar or a knee bar on him, can he not tap out in that kind of pain? That's what I'm curious about. Well, I mean, Matthew Justin can kind of match with Stephen Bonner underneath the rule. Uh, he pretty much can go take on anybody in, in this style of match. Bring him Chuck Liddell for all he cares. Now, that's a dream match. I'd like to see Chuck Liddell face Matt Justice. That'd be awesome. I love Chuck Liddell, so um, that'd be awesome. Our next match, we have Jeffrey Johnson taking on Flash Tompkin. Oh, Flash Tompkin make back-to-back appearance here. Jeffrey Johnson, I keep thinking of Eddie Murphy and the Tigger's Gentleman. Jeff Johnson, the name you know. <laughs> Tomkin got knocked loopy really early in the match with the right hand. Gets knocked down with a scoop plek that nearly knocked him out, but he does eventually hook in the knee bar to get the tap out in about four minutes. Oh, John can look good here. Yeah, uh, this is going to be uh, fun to watch uh, how he progresses in this. 
We do get a Tonkin issuing an open challenge for Terminal Combat following this. And from there, we go on to Ron Mastic against Arid Williams. A couple of guys who knew each other very well from various promotions. Yeah, uh, I'm not a huge fan of either guy, but uh, uh, Ron Mathis is, uh, he, he embraces that white trash lifestyle, and uh, I, I give props to him for that. So, And what I like about, what I did like about this match is this it worked like a grudge match. They played off their history together, mm-hmm. and they went after each other like they had a history together. Right. Like, they, they were just, they were, there was no locking up, there was no feeling out, like, we're going after each other, we're going to try to win this thing. Right. William ended up getting a... A triangle choke on Mathis power bombed him down, but William hold on to the choke and get the win. Yeah, when he power bombed him down, it just locked it in deeper. And that was so. That's the thing with that with doing that type of move. You're either going to knock the person out, or it's going to sink that choke in deep, and you're done. So that's which commentary pointed out. Like, okay, we did a great job at commentary over the court. Of this right, and that's like I mean, I watched MMA for for years uh, when it was you know before it became what it is today. I haven't watched it in a really long time. So this brings back like little elements of, of when I was watching that, I'm like, okay, I see they pulled from this. They did that. Like I understand these concepts and it's, it's fun. It's uh, it's cool to see them worked into wrestling like this with this, this rule set. It's pretty fun. After the match, William can interviewed and he challenged Matthew Justin. Now that could be interesting. Yeah. It'd be very interesting. I, I'm going to give that one to justice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, based off of what we've seen here, I would have to agree. But that, again, that's the fun part about this type of match—you really never know. Right? Exactly. It could be yeah, over in a second. Fight. Yeah. And then we have our main event. It was cut <laughs> up from week one. Yeah. Uh, and I think the moral of the story is: don't piss Bobby Beverly off. Yeah, uh, he dropped that poor man on his head several times, uh, more than several, a dozen times, and then he uh, just kept. I mean, every time you did that, you lost points. And this is the first match I've seen where it was actually over by points. But I think he was knocked out at the end anyway, too. He really wasn't. Right. He wasn't moving a whole lot. Um, but I'll give it to Miles. He, he has the heart of a lion, man. I'll tell you what. I Don't die, Miles. It's not a name at this point. It's a fucking request. Like, don't die, Miles. God. <laughs> but it's like Beverly rattled off like Kicker Kevin Guplex in a row. Like, Jay Ruko, five points remaining, four point, three point, two point, and then they get, went down to one point on the knockout count. Yeah. Yep. And uh, Bobby Beverly just walks right back out. All right. So, what are we, what are we going with? Thumb cup, thumb down? Uh, if you couldn't tell from the first episode, this is two big <laughs> thumbs up, enthusiastic thumbs up. I will be watching more. Um, I know that they're trying to get sponsors for the next season of that and also the no hook uh series that they're doing uh so you can check that out i go to their twitter they have it uh, i think it's uh, pinned to their top of their uh page uh through indiegogo they got all kinds of different uh plans in there going uh i've been looking at them i haven't committed to anything yet but i think we're gonna do something with them so uh obviously i'll announce that once that's all worked out if if we decide to go ahead and do that so what about yeah, you man I, I definitely agree it's a thumbs up for me it's really weird because, like, I try to take really detailed notes, and there's just really not a lot of notes you can take with this style of match. No, not unless you literally do the breakdown of, like, he hit this many strikes, this happened, this happened. This, it's, You just want to get a, a, a gist of it because you want the people to watch the show for right. themselves. It's, uh, yeah, it's it's worth checking out, man. It's Absolutely. And the dog has joined the show. Yeah. The cat finally shut up. The dog coming in. 
<laughs> All right, with that, uh, Brown for driving again. I want to finish this game. So let's go ahead and get everything in. <laughs> hit, go ahead, hit your plugs, man. Follow me on Twitter at RefJayhawk, Facebook and Instagram at Jayhawk1539, Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash RefJayhawk. All right. And you can check out our friends, our podcast friends, Wrestling Cheers, Pod Van Dam, the super fantastic podcast at odds with wrestling, the spotlight series and its evolution, baby. <laughs> Remember you can use promo code PWP for five days free at independentwrestling.tv. And remember to check out our other friends, pwponderings.com mouse's wrestling adventures. Good company in Cleveland, Ohio, the big Starks brand smoke and Jay's barbecue, which we will be getting at toy, Ohio and kayfabe collectibles. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Charlie underscore butters. And you can find this podcast on Twitter and Instagram at IWTV guide, wear your mask, black lives matter. Talk to you next week. Everyone go brownies.
summertime you wait to my holy grail in your bed And we can sleep all day Then you wait to, to my